Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. The Last Kids on Earth and their superhero alter egos are back in the latest installment of the graphic novel spinoff series, The Last Comics on Earth, Too Many Villains. Jack, June, Quint, and Dirk face their biggest challenge yet, creating the sequel to their hit graphic novel in a mad dash, puzzle-filled race across Apocalyptia to stop the biggest evil plan in history. Hey, you know what the creators of Last Comics on Earth's evil plan is? Make me and my kids love these books. Seriously, my younger kid is a huge fan of both the Last Kid series and the Last Comic series. It's true. And now I'm hooked too. The whole team has created a delightful cast of characters with some fantastic kid-friendly art throughout that will appeal to readers of all ages. Buy your copy of The Last Comics on Earth in stores today. You can also visit lastkidsonearth.com to learn more. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming to Comic Book Club Live. Please give it up for your hosts, Alex, Justin, and Pete. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Comic Book Club. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And that's our man of the booth, Booth Man Prime. Booth Man Prime. Guys, this is a special day. Uh, this is a wonderful day. day. Pete has some free hats that he's yes. going to chuck at your faces. That's the main thing. Woo! You get a hat. That's what we're celebrating today. You get a hat. We are celebrating the boys. Can you believe it? The boys is out on Amazon Prime Video on July 26th. Yes. Very excited about it. Hats to enjoy yourselves. And that's the holiday coming up that we're celebrating. Yes, we're celebrating that holiday. Uh, Pete, oh, you get a hat. You got a hat. This is going to be great for the audio podcast. Uh, If you're listening. No, we need to give an audio hat to everybody. Yeah, here you go. Uh, Woo! Oh, good. Yeah. Is that a hat? If someone <laughs> had a hat appear on their head yeah, somewhere you in the, hats, the world. You done with the hats? You good? Good. That's great. Great. Got uh, rid of the hats. So that's one thing that's exciting. Uh, the other thing that's exciting, Pete. Pete's is- birthday. Oh. Pete's birthday is coming up this week. Yeah, it's Now, Thursday. I got to say, uh, Pete. It is too bad that Justin and I didn't do anything for you. Yeah, I'm sure you did. I, I don't want to. I, I actually did do something. You I did do something? This. Yes. I got you a The Boys hat. <laughs> and um, I wanted to. I had. Oh, oh no, I had I a stack of. The, yeah, oh, wow. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah, so yeah. sorry. But yeah. that was right. okay, That was close. That, that I got you. Uh, well, I guess we didn't do anything. Uh, did anybody else in the audience? Anyone in the crowd. We did, do this anybody, a lot. Just anybody in the crowd. Did anybody in the crowd? Oh, oh come you did. On down. Oh, come on up. A lot of professional come comedy shows do this where they come have people uh, come yeah, up. Yeah, just come on down. Bring yeah, come gifts. on down. Come, come on, down. on down to this stage. Oh, wow. This oh. is so weird. This is such this a surprise. Wow. Oh. oh, my God. There's a whole wow, cake. Wow, this is... Oh, my uh, goodness. Here, please, tell us what you have here, miss. Um, this is a carrot cake with the candles not lit because we're being safe in this theater. Um, there are seven candles because if you add up the numbers of Pete's birthday, it equals seven. So he could be like 25. Or 16. That's a great way to not show us what, yeah. how old he is. <laughs> or, but or 43. It, it could be yeah. 7 and 0, though, too, yeah. Pete. It, it oh. could also be uh, referring to his emotional age. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's great. And we push it into his face? What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, you could pretend to blow it out. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. we- that's fun and weird. Yeah. Oh, wow. well, we got him all so quickly. Uh, well, that is absolutely wonderful. That's probably the only thing here for Pete, right? That's it for Pete. Yeah, or that's is- all Pete. Oh, yeah. what's this? A More random people. man oh coming up on stage with an Avengers oh bag for God. Pete for his birthday. Full of stuff. Holy this is crap. out of control. This is too much. So Wait, oh my God. These are just more this. carrot cakes with yes, unlit guys. candles on them. <laughs> That's so crazy. Uh, all right. So, uh, sir, why don't here, you Strange man. Turn please around. describe what you have here. Uh, okay. We have... Uh, Shall I just tell them what's in it? Uh, no, open it up. Open yeah, it up. Open it, open it up. Open, open, it, up. open you know, it up. That's how wrapping paper works. All you right, don't just, so hold, Justin, hand it to and I, Justin and I are going to talk down. Uh, this is for Pete. Pete <laughs> got, can you describe what it is, Pete? It looks like Coach it, Tony's gourmet uh, hot beef sauce. 
You should say hot beef sauce has been Pete's ba- backstage nickname for a long time. And it's great that uh, we're able to So this that. Uh, this looks like maybe something you put on a garbage plate. That is. Yeah. Nice. Pete loves the garbage plate oh, for this hometown of Rochester. I remember that. Uh, ooh, there's another present for Pete. All right, there let's see what the second present here. is. The second present, this is like Pete's Conica. Uh, He's getting nice. so many presents. He's opening oh, up the box. Hey! It is a shirt that says Rochester, New York, home of the oh, garbage, garbage plane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. By the way, He's sending the rock right now. Happy uh, birthday, can I just Pete. interject oh uh, for those of you in the audience who are new to the show? This is eventually about comic books. Uh, but we begin every show with a huge uh, present <laughs> exchange. Right, this one actually needs a bit of explanation. Yeah, oh, good. not like the one about Rochester oh, or or <laughs> or the jar of beef sauce. Yeah, that. <laughs> this is more presents than my family buys me. Yeah. Okay. So this is that is the Punisher's jacket. Whoa! Wow! It's, it's an M sixty five Alpha Industries jacket. Like guys. Like You're playing with West. fucking fire here. <laughs> Don't. This is one step in the path. Holy shit! This is Punisher's. Ja- I guess I gotta go be to the Punisher now, no, guys. That's the wrong no, 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 Oh boy, no, no, I'm in no, no, trouble. No, no. This is like a really nice jacket, like a well, really heavy. This is crazy because you already have the van and the guns. All you were with <laughs> on was this. The one oh thing we God. were withholding from him was the jacket, yeah. and now he has. Wow, that. the Punisher's jacket. Does it smell like John Bernthal? Just give it a quick. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Does it, Pete? It, it does. Oh boy! All right, just Good. in the interest Please of moving the show on. along, and, uh, uh, this be careful. Be okay, very, all right. This there's is like one the more. Best one, Aaron sorted this one out. Be like super gentle. That's okay, nice. be okay, super gentle with presents? this. Okay, good. Okay, here we go. This is Pete's last present of his 36 presents so far. 36 presents? This for is also years. some beef sauce, I think. Okay, this uh, is it's more flat. of a mystery. It's in some cardboard. Yeah. It says on it, uh, okay. can you read it off into the bike, Pete? Uh, <laughs> Happy birthday, Pete. Do not use a knife anywhere near this package. Love, Aaron and John. Great, great. Oh, it's sort of like a puzzle. Like, uh, like will they, this animal get inside the package? So this is... Hold on. Hold on. Here, you got to say what it is. Also, face the audience. Holy shit. I don't want to give you This notes. is an actual page. Well, I guess an actual page from Murder Falcon. Original art. Oh, wow. my God. Holy shit. That's amazing, you guys. Oh, my That's God. That's very nice. That's Absolutely incredible. Oh, my God. I'm worried, legit worried Pete will cry right now. Holy shit. He is, right now, for those of you listening at home, the sweatiest I've ever seen. Oh, my God. Joy makes him sweat. Like all healthy human beings. This is bananas. Uh, Thank you guys so much. Thank you. This is amazing. I don't... Uh, Pete, could you could you clean up your fucking trash, please? <laughs> yeah, Jesus what a Christ! Mess. Oh my God! Uh, and don't worry, we will shove this cake on you in a moment. Yeah. Okay, uh, cool. While Pete is recovering emotionally from this, we're going to welcome out our guests, who we're very excited about tonight. One of them is the event coordinator at FlameCon, as well as the writer and artist of a comic book that I'm blanking on the name of because Ooh. so much stuff just went down. That's true. Uh, <laughs> the other one uh, is the host of Song vs. Song and Who Won the Week. Ladies and gentlemen, John Jennison and Danny Rose. Yeah. Come on. Welcome to the show. Have a seat. Have a seat. Have a microphone. I'm sorry. That was so self-indulgent. Hello. John, I have to apologize. I was so thrown by all these presents. Very quick. What's the name of your comic book? Uh, It's The Closet of Secrets. Closet Closet of Secrets. There we go. Holy shit. All right. Uh, If you guys want any cake shoved on you or anything like that, um... Please, please don't let me know. Pete, you have to wear everything you just got. <laughs> that's how burnt is. so hot. So if you, if you didn't catch backstage, uh, Pete got a bunch of presents. He also got a cake. It's his birthday. So there you go. Uh, but we shove the cake into Pete. Yes. Great. Yeah, we will. Right now or later? Or? Uh, that'll, uh, we'll, the show will build up to that. This yeah. is okay. Chekhov's cake right now. Great. Wow. <laughs> uh, okay, let's talk about stuff. John, uh, since you're sitting closest to me, let's chat with you first. So uh, let's talk about Closet of Secrets. What is the deal with the book? What's the pitch? So the book is um, a take on the old EC horror comics, uh, but the twist is that all the characters are queer um, or queer adjacent uh, in some way. Just And it was... Uh, Growing up, I loved 
all of those old horror stories, but there was always just the trope that it was like, she was dating him. No, no, he was her hairdresser. And I was always like, mm, that's the queer representation <laughs> that you got. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so these are kind of a take on that. I wanted to give it more of like a YA feel. Um, and the first issue uh, it has really kind of, it evolved. And the stories that I chose for it were based on... Um, the idea of like fear of not being loved, uh, just the political climate that we're in and everything. I wanted to make sure that uh, people remember that like, you know, everybody's a person. Everybody has feelings and wants to feel that they belong. So. One of the stories is just a news article from the uh, New York Times yeah. about the Trump administration, right? I'm actually working on that story oh. for the re-election. Uh, right, yes. Oh. Yeah. Do you feel like, uh, I mean, I imagine it doesn't, and the answer is no, but do you feel like approaching horror stories in this way, does it change the way they're structured in any way? Does it change the way that you approach them? Or is it pretty much the same thing? Um, I think it's pretty much the same thing. I do think, uh, especially because it's it's short format, so it is really hard to give uh, without just being like, this character's queer, or like making sure <laughs> that there is like some element of like, these two women are together. Uh, it is hard to just not make it feel very forced. And right. I think that, uh, especially with the second story in the book, which is about a man who essentially he just never... Uh, loves anybody because he's so ashamed and he is very religious and decides that like the way that he was trained that this book uh, feels about homosexuality, he's never going to share his love with the world and so he's going to go to heaven. And there's the twist that maybe does. that doesn't he happen. Does. He does. He does go to heaven. The twist oh. And he heaven is great. Alex doesn't know how twists work. And yeah. all the angels are hot ladies. Forward, right? Yeah, exactly. So you, what do you expect? It loops. It comes back to the place where it started. Exactly. Like at the end of the sixth sense. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, I turned it off five minutes before the end. Yeah, you get oh, it then. Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, is the book available now? So the book's available now on my website, which is uh, astonishingqueertales.com. Again. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Very and good. And then. It will be available at FlameCon, which is another project that I work on. Uh, I'm the event coordinator for their uh, big after party called The Fireball. We'll have boylesque, burlesque, drag. It's all uh, geeky, queer, fun. There's a lot of cosplay. Uh, yeah. And I don't know if any of you know about FlameCon. Yeah. But oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So everybody knows about Well, Flame hold Con. on. For those listeners at home who don't necessarily know about it, give a brief overview about it. Because I feel like it's gotten bigger every year. Yeah. So Fl we started FlameCon in 2015. Um, I'm part of an organization called Geeks Out. Uh, we're a nonprofit LGBTQ organization that uh, wanted to create safe spaces at comic cons around the nation. We started out at New York Comic Con. Um, it was founded by Joey Stern and Josh Siegel, and uh, it is all volunteer-based. So in 2010, they went to New York Comic Con. It slowly got bigger. We started going to C2E2 and other events. And then in 2014, we decided that we were going to kickstart a small art fair. Uh, and the idea was to get 100 artists to come and hope that a, like 500 people showed up to this event. We did it at the Grand Prospect Hall, and uh, we got almost... 2,000 people the first year. We had 140 artists, and that was all the table space that we could actually like cram into it. So cool. Um, so our second year, we moved to um, a bigger venue in Brooklyn, the Marriott. And um, every year, it's gone up exponentially. We're on our fifth year this year. It's at the Sheridan in Times Square, August 17th and 18th. Um, it's going to yeah. be... Awesome. We have some amazing guests, Steve Orlando, Vida Ayala, uh, I can't even think, T. Franklin, like it, a lot of big names. So awesome. it'll be a good time. Cool. Everything, the main thing that I've heard for anybody that goes to FlameCon is just how welcoming and nice an atmosphere it is. How do you, how do you guys get that across? So I think one of the things is we've all... Uh, everybody that was creating the con was either an artist or somebody that had tabled at cons. And so we know the things that conventions do wrong and the things that like you can easily do to make somebody feel comfortable. Uh, and so like one of the things was just, uh, this is a crazy example, but the first year when we were at the Grand Prospect Hall, the AC didn't work in one of the rooms. And Never experienced I don't know what that's that before. Like. Never it experienced was that. I don't know what that's terrible. Like. 
And but the so, grand prospect wall, isn't that where all of our dreams come true? Mm. That's Nightmare. a very inside yeah, New York Where the show. water is free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, the water wasn't free. And that, oh. was, a, that was a big, a big that's uh, a big issue. So uh, we just went and got bottles of water and handed them out to everybody. And like just doing that made people realize, like, at least they acknowledge that there's a problem. And I think that that is the bigger issue with a lot of larger conventions. And it's like, yeah, you, we can't do everything right. Uh, like this year, we went to a lottery system, which upset a lot of artists who have been there for years. Um, but unfortunately, because we are all volunteer, we had 900 people apply for tables. And we have wow. 300 tables available. That like. Is- there's no way that we could curate a show like that and one, keep it fair, but two, just keep sane. <laughs> so um, I think that, yeah, I think it's just, it's listening to people. Uh, we also have a really large response rate on, at, after the con, we send out um, all of our vendors, all of the attendees, just like, let us know what you think. And we get about 40 to 50% of those back, which is, I think, a huge... Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's the community. They're, they're hungry for it. And it's sad that New York seems to be the only real large queer Comic Con. There's a couple of others that are popping up. Um, in September, there's Flaming River Con in Cleveland, Ohio, uh, that spo- supposedly is really great. Cena Grace was their headliner last year, and everybody yeah. said it was a blast. So... Cool. I like also, it's very party first. Like when you were talking about, uh, when you first introduced it, you were like, here's the party. And we're doing other stuff during the day. But see, uh, but that's what I do. No, that, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I but mean, I do think that's a great way to yeah, uh, advertise yeah. the con. Yeah. <laughs> because a lot of times you go to a con and it does feel like, I have to buy stuff. That's what this is all about. Right. That's It's not actually about meeting artists. It's not about meeting creators. It's not about talking to people. But it sounds like that is what FlameCon is doing. Yeah, and I think it's also like we're creating panels that are geared more towards minorities and just things that you're not seeing at the bigger conventions. Or if you're seeing them, they're kind of like, well, we do have this over here for you, but it's not the main event that's happening in Hall H that's going to overpower that. Like all of our panels, we try to put as much focus on each one so that everybody has a chance to shine. And I think that's important. Cool. Uh, now, tickets are on sale right now? Tickets are on sale right now, flamecon.org. And but I will say yeah. that uh, we are going to give away some tickets to Flamecon tonight, right? Yeah. Very yeah. 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 cool. Yeah. So how are we going to do that, Pete? Out of our audience uh, questions, we're going to pick uh, two to uh, get uh, free tickets. That's great. So ask good audience questions when it gets to that time. And you might Pete, how are you tickets. feeling? Have you recovered from... No, I'm completely in shock of what just went down. Okay, great. Wow. Wait, Pete, what was your favorite gift? Because we didn't, he, we couldn't see. Um, I got to say the the, the panel. Uh, I'm, I'm also very. What, what about the the I'm hat s- I got you? Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's not even in the running. Yeah, just because I haven't given it to you yet. It's not. It's, it's not coming. The I'm also coming. very scared to put this jacket on and what's going to happen. Uh, let, let, count everyone in the crowd is also yeah. scared of that. <laughs> there, <laughs> there's a little button in there. When you put it on, the music just goes. Sorry, I interrupted. Please tell the guests what's your panel. Maybe describe it a little more because you started crying. You were yeah, saying it it was, it's a panel from uh, the comic Murder Falcon, which moved me so much I made a T-shirt of it, and it's just a really powerful. Which is uh, the most comic. powerful emotional commitment to back to make. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Thank you for acknowledging <laughs> yeah. that. Yes. The original form of marriage. Is yeah, making a yeah, t-shirt. yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. Cool. Awesome. Uh, he also got some beef juice. That's unrelated. Yeah. yeah. Um, beef sauce. <laughs> Don't Hi. ask. Uh, Danny, how are you doing? It's good to see you again. Hey. Yay, welcome hey. back. Hey. Welcome back to the show. Uh, so you record podcasts? I What? It's it's a crazy thing. No one should ever do it or yes. come to one live would be foolish. Why yes. would they? Well, I want to talk Truth. about your more hey. recent one, which is launching tomorrow. Is it the first episode tomorrow? Uh, no, so it's a, a new it's, episode. It is the newer of the two. So I have the one that we do for uh, the Sci-Fi Wire, that's who won the week, that's uh, wherein we talk about the, the big stories of the week. Uh, and I'm very negative, and everybody else tries to make up for how negative I am about all the stories. Uh, and then the other one, which is newer, is called Song vs. Song, uh, which is great because it's 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 the least work work thing that I do uh, because <laughs> it's you know like there are things that you nerd out about that are very specific, right? And then there's this thing, which is songs, which everybody has opinions about pop music. 
Uh, even if you don't listen to the radio, you listen to it at some point. So the podcast is really just picking songs that came out at similar times or, or fit a similar bill, and then you say, which one do you think is better than uh, my buddy Todd and I just look things up, we research them in depth, and then we're just dicks to each other, and it's great. Wow. So what is the episode coming out tomorrow? So the episode that drops tomorrow is, uh, is, uh, is the Battle of the Butts, it's uh, Juvenile's Back That Ass Up versus mm. Cisco's The Thong Song. Ooh. Wow. So just a, wow. just, just a quick, a quick weigh-in, because everybody does have an opinion on this. If you had to take one of the two... Back That Ass Up. You're taking Back That Ass Up. I'm 100% on the Back That Ass Up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Are you The Thong Song? No, I'm back that ass up. Okay, great. Okay, okay so John? I I'm going to tell wait, you something. Wait, hold on, John. Oh, oh yeah. no, we're all back that ass. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. thank you. Yeah, it's I'm obvious. R- it's, <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. Crowd, crowd on side. I took the thong song foolishly because I thought, you know, I, sometimes I like to win because we do a, a, a vote. You know, we say here are the two songs, and then when we do the episode, we do the results who, of who votes? how people voted. It, well, it's the people who listen to the podcast. They go oh, to cool. they go to Patreon dot com, Pete, and uh, and uh, you don't even have to pay to vote. Oh, uh, but you can pay, and then you get a patron exclusive episode every month. Oh, that's uh, a but. Good. Uh, yeah, um, I'm going to... I just want to mention spoiler. we do one every week, but whatever. Okay. It's, oh. it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Whatever. Salvin, yeah. don't insult our guests. We no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. Show. I was just giving information. Yeah. Just like, Come on, he was about to tell us how great the thong song is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 I voted for it thinking that I would win, and uh, uh, spoilers, I do end up winning. But I was very, very embarrassed for our listeners and, and for us because the thong song is... A joke song, which I didn't know. Yeah. Um, he actually wrote it as a joke. Cisco was at a club, and uh, his friend uh, found a woman who had the whale tail situation going on because it was mm-hmm. the 90s. What a terrible time. And, uh, hey. and uh, yeah, he had, he had the woman turn around, and then his friend said, thong, 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 thong. And Th- Cisco said, that's hilarious. I'm going to make a shit ton of money on that. And then he did. Wow. Because wow. Cisco didn't do Jack Squat after that. He basically did one album that was completely unsuccessful and did nothing for 13 years. And somebody interviewed him and said, uh, so did you just not do anything because of all that thong money? And he's like, well, I did some stuff. But if I had done nothing at all, I could have lived off of uh, that sweet, sweet thong money. He for 13 also years straight. guested wow. on Wild Wild West. Yes, he did uh, with Drew Hill, uh, yes. which is his, which is his band, and he also uh, was on uh, Big Brother, uh, the UK Big Brother, and, oh, and right. wore yeah. a weird thong thing, oh, okay. and it was yeah. the most successful Big Brother. Boy, I'll tell you, what this a guy. Is, yep, something else. But back that ass up, uh, lost in the in the poll, Ooh, and I'm re- that's insane. To me. That's insane. Yeah, I uh, I so I actually the the. The thing that I resulted in, and maybe this this disproves my theory, I thought that uh, I was like, I think too many white people listen to the podcast uh, uh, because if you look at if white you look, people like the thong song, if you yes, if you look at back that ass up on Google, this is like such a weird tangent, but truly, if you Google it, you'll no, see. No, it's fine. This is perfect for our comic book talk. Show. Yes, of course, of course, of course, of now, course. This is going to sh- relate to a superhero thing, I'm sure. Um, yeah, of course, of course. Well, the thong in, in and of itself could be a superhero costume, could it not? A terrible one. I wouldn't recommend it. I don't it, know. Maybe I would throw could. a vil- maybe villain or what do you? Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Let's just say that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nope. It's lost. The, po- the, the point is uh, that uh, if you look up back that ass up online, you will see there are article after article about how it's uh, this important uh, black anthem and how it's, uh, it's a song that like if you want to get invited to the cookout, you better know every word. And in fact, yeah. uh, you if you hear the song, you will instantly back that ass up. It is the original Twerk song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's great. People have strong feelings about it. Uh, to talk about the Sci-Fi Wire, uh, who won yeah, the Yeah, sure, stuff, I guess. Yeah, yeah, switch yeah. gears a little bit. <laughs> okay, Just a little Alex. Bit. Uh, get, have get you guys... I, I assume you were at least doing some coverage. I know you weren't down at San Diego Comic-Con, but probably doing a little coverage or monitoring it. Yeah. Do you have an opinion on who won San Diego Comic-Con? Ooh. Uh... Yeah, I think so. I think I mean at at this point uh it's 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 probably um it's probably Blade, right? Marshall Ali. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, man. Like that is it to me. I mean it's it's I think it's him and then uh and then not related to comics, but I think uh the Jean-Luc Picard stuff that uh, that oh, trailer yeah. dropped. That's a good. Those yeah, are like dude. the two things that I felt everybody was talking about non fucking stop. I in total honesty when that Picard trailer started, I was like Oh, I'm excited about this Picard trailer. Oh, I'm really excited about the show. This sounds great. Uh, and then watching the trailer, like, I was sobbing by the end. 
I could not control it. I, I was very embarrassed because I think maybe a day or two prior we had done an episode of Who Won the Week and we were talking about it because we knew we were like, there's no way a trailer's not going to drop at this right. con. And I, and I said, they're not going to do the Borg. There's no way. It's not going to happen. They're gonna, it's going to be about Romulan refugees. They set it up in Nemesis. They're going to bring it back oh, around. What, that would have That's been horrible. Yeah. Right? That was my, yeah, yeah, topical stuff. Who cares? Uh, but yeah. Um, topical Romulan stuff. Um, Anyway, yeah, so I was, and I also said, you know, like Brent Spiner said a million times, he'll never come back, so that won't happen. And then I was completely embarrassed on and wrong on every score. Yeah. And I couldn't be happier. Uh, uh, it's great. What so, did you guys think about that? I uh, loved every second of it. <laughs> I heard that uh, since then, it's been revealed Jonathan Frakes and Marina Sirtis are going to yep. be in it yes. as well. It's going to be fucking great. The thing Even that, if Data's just in that drawer the whole time, I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that shocked me the most that people flipped out, at least on my timeline the most, was Jerry Ryan coming back as Seven of Nine. Oh, yeah. Which I feel like there was this entire subsection of Geekdom that was like, Justice for Jerry Ryan, justice for Seven of Nine. Yeah. They've just been waiting there for this to happen. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And also, there's that you know that that they show that um, that place where they're like it's been X number of days since the last assimilation. Uh, and if you do the math, it's it's like uh, 16 years or something like that. And Voyager's been off the air for 18 years. So I guess that thing at the boy, this is nerdy shit. But like at the end no, of no, at the end it. of Endgame Part Two, uh, which is how uh, uh, Voyager closes, they destroy this. Borg node. So I guess after that, they were so down and out, the Federation was more or less able to uh, obliterate yeah. the Borg, and that's why they haven't been around this whole time. Yeah, and, yeah, then, yeah. and then Hugh's going to be in. Did you see that? Hugh, yeah. Hugh, Hugh the Borg. From, uh, from that episode. Hugh, the random episode called Hugh. Yeah, that's yeah. it. No, it's called Iborg, and then he comes back and descends part one and two. Get uh, it right or pay no, the isn't price. He, isn't it the other episode called Hugh? Fake no, geek! You're making that stuff up. <laughs> this, okay. Come on, man. No. Uh, yeah, I know no. what the fuck you're talking about. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. No, uh, it's great. But that's I, cool. Sorry. I just feel like it, we, we started to talk about the most important thing, and then we got derailed by this whole Star Trek shit. Blade, motherfuckers! Yeah. Blade! Yes. Marisha Ali as Blade? Are you kidding me? It's That's amazing casting. Very, you like, couldn't have cast great. that shit better. Yeah. It's impossible. Never could you have cast that better than if it We're was. We're bringing Oscars to Blade. I'm fucking losing my mind. Do you mind think he's going to use the Oscars? Yeah. Oh, His sword's going to oh, be. Yeah. They're going to melt down the Oscars. Yeah, he's going to just sword. like pull it's out an Oscar sweet. and stab somebody with it. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is what I got for Moonlight. <laughs> be great. I can't uh, wait. Vampires are soft. <laughs> yeah. No, I just. I, it's exciting because it means that you can get to all that, that dark fantasy stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. All that supernatural shit that I have been like wanting and wanting and wanting for all this time from the MC. You and that means we're gonna finally get you know like uh, who knows like Morbius and all that other shit like yeah, it's dude. cool that's fucking rad to me yeah it's, it's great insane. what a what a great time to be alive all right <laughs> we're gonna move on yep. with our next section which I pull out from under this cake ever so delicately uh, we call week. the stack yeah add to the stack we're gonna talk about a couple other books that came out this week. Uh, let's kick it off with this one, Immortal Hulk, number 21 from Marvel Comics. Oh, man, this book is fucked up in all the right ways. Oh, I love it. Uh, this issue is flashing back a little bit. It's showing us the new, at least for now, human villain in the comic book. It's this general who's been tracking the Hulk. He's been setting monsters against him. By the end, spoiler, he becomes a bit of a monster himself. This issue was amazing. So good. So good. So well structured. So well paced. I was really impressed with this issue. And, and oh, you've, you've been, been kind of iffy on the series, yeah, right? I, yeah, because I like my Hulk old school. This new horror Hulk that everybody's like, ah. uh, But I was we really like impressed it. with this issue. And it's really gotten me on board with this whole thing. What was it you liked about it in particular? Well, because it, was, it wasn't just like... Hulk's, you know, because before it was just like Hulk's so scary as a monster or whatever, and I'm like, ah, I don't think he is. But uh, this was just coming from the perspective of this guy and his life, and you see exactly why he did the things that he's done, and how he's tried to control his life, and then how chaos doesn't give a fuck about him at all. And it was just a, just a kind of like really twisted the horror aspect of somebody who's tried to make do all the right things in their life in a way that kind of really got me engrossed in this whole world. I think it also really drew a line between him and Thunderbolt Ross, yes. who has been the traditional army villain of the Hulk, yeah. that it made it showed how they're connected, but it also showed how they were different. And yeah. I think it was nice. Yeah. Have you guys been reading this book? Have you been checking it out? 
So I read the first two trades, and okay. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I love the horror aspect. I love how it felt like the old um, Swamp Thing, like yeah. really, really heavily. And also, like, I've been watching the Swamp Thing TV series, and I kind of feel like there's definitely a pull from that, like with the bio- biological aspect of, like, dumping toxins into the... the so, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Cool. Danny? Uh, this is the first issue I've read of this. I like. Oh. I really love a Carl Jung quote. Uh, but I'll tell you, I can't believe it. They're suggesting you can't control chaos. Yeah, that's bullshit. Come on, <laughs> man. I've been doing it for thirty nine years. Wow, it's gonna keep going. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> sort of a re- real In weird dare hand. you're doing there. Yeah. Uh, I, I did like uh, one other thing. I'm always a big fan of when the villain is thirty steps ahead of everybody. And here yeah. you have General Fortian. Is that his name? Yeah, I think uh, so. General Fortian jumps up to the Alpha fight place and takes them all out one by one in such a smart, horrifying way where all these characters that we've known for decades now maybe actually could be dead, I guess, mm-hmm. given the way yeah. this book is going. I think so, and that, I thought that was great. Yeah. I also love the way that uh, he is deadly. He's uh, meticulous. He has all the qualities that he could uh, use to defeat the Hulk, and in the end, he just becomes a monster. Yeah. Uh, which this, is, this could just be a standalone story about... Uh, chaos versus order and what you sacrifice when your goals are uh, out of touch with reality. It was great. It's great. This book is so good. Uh, Let's move on to an image comic book, Assassination Number 5. This is the last book in the series. This is about a group of assassins who ostensibly are hired to save another assassin who has been targeted for assassination. (laughs) Spoiler, turns out that he was the one that pulled it in the first place so that he could kill everybody. Uh, This is Erica Henderson who is doing art on Squirrel Girl up until a while ago, doing gross, messed up violence. Kyle Starks, who's been writing some amazing stuff lately, uh, is writing this book. I really enjoyed this series. How'd you guys feel about it? Yeah, I mean, it kind of takes something that when you explain it seems a little tired, but like really puts some heart and some uh, fun into it. And I, I thought the twists really kind of were very entertaining and really held my attention the whole time. It wasn't just killing people because uh, they're assassins. It really had some kind of cool heart to it. It's killing people in a slightly surprising way. Right. With but also stuff. the fact that like the other assassins were friends and would help each other out. I thought that was yeah, nice. You don't expect assassins They're to be coworkers. Yeah. Yeah, but exactly. coworkers who care. It's like how yeah. we haven't killed each other yet. Yeah. Yet. And there are we that's there are, right. yeah. you there are well moneyed nice. contracts out on each of our heads <laughs> that we could really collect at any point. Uh, have you guys checked out this book at all? Any thoughts about it? You know, it's kinda like a, um it's like a it's like an adventure time Steven Universe thing, yeah. uh, but you know, with grisly uh, assassination murders. So same sort yeah, of thing. It's yeah, it's fun yeah, art yeah. with like it is, horrible That's, that's, what, I, that's yeah. what I like about it. Yeah, 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 that's the kind of fun thing. The only thing I would say uh, is that uh, there's a lot of monologuing happening in yes. this last issue. I'm a little critical on that. That's the only sure. thing I didn't like. Like, everything else is great. This All is your supporting cast is fun, but, like, once you get to that, like, page after page of how clever I am, you're like, come yeah. on, man. Like, this is definitely a last issue here. We got to pack everything in and we got to finish this up. It felt like it could have used one more issue, maybe. Yeah, I agree. I just think that, like, that's one of those things where it's like when your comic has got that much writing in it from one character, that just that block of text, block of text, it's like, yeah. everything else is great and the art is great and I think that it sort of saves it from that but every yeah, that's also my only... some really fun assassination names like henchman names and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, we were talking really about creative. this before, but one of the main characters of the book is named Fuck Tarkington. Yes. And he's yeah, that's a, a tr- very traditional name. Yes, uh, yeah. I had an you uncle. I had your... an uncle fuck. Oh yeah, oh, wow, yeah. Uncle Fuck, <laughs> Uncle Fuck, John Candy movie name. classic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know who this Tarkington guy is. The yeah. Censors they couldn't put it in theaters. They who is Tarkington like, and why do they hate that guy so much? I don't know. Yeah. Fuck Tarkington. Uh, but it does set up potentially a sequel, which would be a lot of fun. Last Very one, clearly sets up a sequel. Yes, <laughs> last one we're going to talk about, Silver Surfer Black, number two. The Silver Surfer has been sucked into a black hole. Something weird has happened to his hand, and when we left him off in the last issue, he was fighting Null, the god of the symbiotes, back in time. We pick up yeah. there with a big fight between the two of them. Uh, this is Trad Moore on art, which to me is the real star oh, of the series, god. drawing cosmic stuff. Uh, I like this a lot. I think it's fun, even though I'm not totally sold on Null as a villain necessarily. What? Come on, dude. Wait, wait, wait. What the fuck's wrong oh, with yeah, you? Yeah, what the fuck, know. dude? No. He's got a fucking giant dragon at his disposal. He's got a very cool sword. Yes. Yeah. There are so many teeth. It's... (laughs) 
double check. Here's the thing. It's like Venom was already extreme Spider-Man. They're like, no, this dude's even more extreme. He's got a sword and long hair. No. Yeah, They're, dude. <laughs> fucking long hair, bro. He's the I god mean, of a, he's a very god, cool. The god yeah. having long hair is what you're like, That's, that would be cool. That would be cool. You could do that. Could I? No, nah, maybe not. No. Yeah, I'm not no. sure about that. Uh, this is the god, uh, a god of an entire planet. They're fighting at the dawn of time. A silver Surfer surfing, yeah, which him. is hard. which is already very get very him, difficult. Surfing, yeah, let's get, get him. Let's get, get him. Get him. Uh, the Silver Surfer is bad. He's bad at fighting in this. Yeah, he gets turned into like an evil surfer. Uh, no, I love this book. I've Dude. said, and the, the reveal at the end was so amazing. It's 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 great because you you're you think okay, I know where this is going. There's so many twists and turns and. It's really unbelievably drawn and so creatively done. And there's fucking dragons, you asshole. It is a great book, man. That, oh, sorry. That's, we shouldn't spoil your pull quote for the trade. There's dragons, you asshole. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, this is, I've said this before, this is the Sandman uh, for the Silver Surfer. Oh, I feel my like. God. Really? It's, we're two issues in. But it, it, it is, it is it, uh, Silver Surfer has been just... Out of touch with the rest Listen, of the Listen, I'm not universe. saying I like this. I think this is... Do you? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like you do. Because you seem like you have an attitude. All you yeah, care about is long hair I'm, and surfing. I'm very hot right now. I'm very yeah. hot and sweaty. Too hot uh, to handle? This, too cold to hold? This is gorgeously drawn. This is a really fun adventure. I agree with you about all the fighting at the dawn of time. I can't hate on that or anything like that. Yeah, you can't. You I seem do, like you can. No, I do think calling it the, the sad with Silver Surfer after two issues is like... A bold fucking so, so hey, get that's my statement. You don't have to. I think this nice. is like the citizen fucking key to comic books. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think about this? Um, I haven't been reading it, but is the kindly ones your favorite? Sandman. Uh, World's End is my favorite. World End is your favorite, yeah. just because the art in this is has very that very yeah, yes. and the coloring also has that feel. Yeah, we uh, back them up. That's great, uh, Danny. Thank have you been you. reading this? I mean, I see you're not even talking about Donny Cates. So wait, does that, any, did, you, did that, you guys Donny read? Cates. Did you that's guys read? Right so so the no writing. comes from the, the the Venom run that he's that he's been doing. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's where he came from. Uh, I don't know, like just talking shit about poor Null there. I don't know. There's been a fun story that they've been doing with yeah. Null and with Symbiote. No, I, and like, listen, I like Null over in the Venom run. It feels like bringing him oh, in here for whatever reason. You want to keep Null in this little box where he belongs, all yeah, labeled. Let Null out of the box. He's liquid. Null leaks out of the rules. Alex, uh, I don't know. I love Null now. Yeah, yeah. we want him over. We just proved that the what the internet knows. Shouting proves your point. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. If you yell at somebody long enough, they'll agree with you and like you very much. <laughs> we convinced him. Yeah. What can we yell? Don't take about away next? all my moves, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What a move. Uh, so you've I mean, been enjoying I mean, this book? Yeah, I think the book is great. I think I, it's cool to see Noel in this role, and I think it's cool to see the Silver Surfer kind of... Uh, yeah, I like his. I like the black hand stuff. I like him being weak. I like him getting his ass handed to him for a little while. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. And, uh, and Plus, the, the reveal at the end with the... I was com- What a great use of that character. Can we yeah. spoil it? Yeah. Ego the Living Planet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's Oops. fun. Very cool. What a fucking cool, the team of Silver Surfer with Ego the Living Planet. I mean, come on. They extend there in space. Yeah. And Ego's not busy. No. Uh, I love the design of Ego the Living Planet in here, actually. Yeah. He has, like, these weird floating eyes coming off of him. Very cool. Now, what do you think, uh, for on the planetary scale, are those, like, oceans? I think those are large trees. His eyes? Yeah. So, like, if we were on the Ego, we'd be like, whoa, look at those yeah, fucking trees. look at those trees. big trees. We're standing in the middle of an ocean, but big trees. Uh, I, I want you to look again. That <laughs> those are trees. I just yeah. I just want you to stand by that, Alex. We should also so that say I can call you a fool. You, you've been reading your comics too fucked up. Like you're too <laughs> fucked up when you read them. It's funny because you're slipping. I'm about to fall into this cake right now. It's so hot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy that you're going to fall into the cake because yes. that would be a dream come true. <laughs> if you just in the middle of speaking just passed out oh that cake. Oh, my God. That would be oh, great. What a be, moment. What a moment for theater. Yeah. Exactly. I think we would right, have to Definitely pick all these that. up, and that's it for the stack. Yeah. That's it all for right, the cake. guys. We're going to move on to our next section, which is my favorite section because you guys make it up. It's your audience questions. And for that, all you have to do is ask a question for our amazing guests or for all of us, and you're going to get some free comics. And two of you at the end of this win tickets to FlameCon. I saw this hand shoot up first. What's your name? What's your question? My name is Kevin. 
And I'm going off of the way I saw Danny's eyes light up at the mention of Hugh. So in anything, uh, TV, film, comics, what is like your favorite ever surprise cameo or one that you really loved that most people just like didn't get, but that really meant something to you? Surprise cameo. That's a that's a that's a really that's a tough one. It's a tough question because it's hard to any surprise is sort of spoiled a little bit. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's virtually impossible to be surprised by a thing anymore. Can I give a weird one that doesn't match with our comic book club show at all? No, you're not allowed. Whatever. What gossip girl episode are you gonna? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, it's actually from Scandal. Oh, okay. Uh, The Henry N. Cusack, who is Desmond on Lost. Don't even bother explaining this. (laughs) (laughs) Just say it and then enjoy it. (laughs) Uh, Sure, when Henry and Cusack showed up again on Scandal, it was kind of shocking to see him back. (laughs) (laughs) That's not the character, though. Shut up! That's an actor. I'm giving you, you said skip past all the context. The context is what makes sense. That's an actor getting another job. That's an actor being like, I would like to work again. That's not a cam. Henry and Cusack was on the first season of Scandal. He pretty famously left very angrily, and you thought you'd never come back to the show ever again. I think it was like the end of the fourth or fifth season where they were in this place where the team was like, there's no way we're ever going to get out of this. A helicopter comes in, and the helicopter comes down, and you're like, who's on the helicopter? Who could possibly come off that would be surprising? And Henry and Cusack walks off, and his character solves the problem they're having, and you, it's great. Like, it's great because... That was one thing never in a million years you would have expected to come back on the show. People are going to see, like, hashtag scandal on this podcast, and the scandal fans are going to be like, all right, I'll give it a listen. <laughs> That's a lot of bullshit. And into, they're going to be part. disappointed. Yeah. I'll tell you what. What's your stupid fucking ass? <laughs> oh, okay. Whoa. Okay. Is it all God of the Symbionts? <laughs> Yeah, I mean that was a cool surprise. That was really great. That he surprise. was in the yeah. first issue of. Yeah, this. I was That's really excited cool. about it. Um, do you have one? Do you have one in the tank? Uh, I'm still thinking. Why you have one? Okay, no, I have a really stupid one that is it's awful, but in hindsight, it's, it's kind of cool. The scared. bar is it's, like stays, legit it, on the floor right now. It's gonna so. st- it's gonna stay in the in the TNG realm. So does everybody remember that uh, <laughs> the last season of Star Trek: The Next Generation was mostly trash, except for like a couple episodes that were good. I, there st- is a st- I stand by the Worf uh, Troy relationship. Oh, same. Love it. So that's not trash? No. I, well, I didn't say the whole thing. Parallels is one of the few good episodes of that season. Great. I'm glad we all could right. all call that out well, as a good one. Okay. However, there is a, an episode. I think it's called Journey's End. It's the one where uh, they go to Planet of the Native Americans. Uh, and uh, and and Will Wheaton is there. And they, they, they bring <laughs> wow. Wait, they threw, they, threw some extra H's in there. Yeah, they bring they they, they bring they bring Questly back. Cool whip uh, yeah. for 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 one last ride. And uh, yeah, like this one random Native American man turns out to be the fucking traveler. Yeah. From season fucking one, and that blew my stack. Like it's dumb as hell. I shouldn't care, but like the traveler was like kind of like a cool concept that I always wish they'd do more with. So the fact that they just kind of sneaky Pete brought him back in at the last second, I was like, that's yeah. cool. Diaries, did you ever Pete. think about that character and be like, man, well, like, like if you could do it all over again, like, or is there a character? There's my question. Is there a character that if you could do it all over again, like you'd be like, I'd bring that character in way more. Way fucking mm, more interesting. Mm. A second question that I don't have any. Answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. I'm still. My head is if really they could, the first one. I mean, to answer your question, if they could have figured out a way to bring Henry and Cusack back in like the second <laughs> season <laughs> of Scandal, oh, yeah. that would have been that, very awesome. That would be cool. The God, the Scandal continuity is so confusing, uh, and how it relates so directly, so directly to Lost, uh, is fun. Um, Great. Any uh, any other surprise? I have a like a current, and I don't know. Are we out of the suit? Uh, the Spider Man spoiler? Yeah, go for yeah. like the end of oh, Spider Man. Yeah. Like that should not have been a surprise, but was like shocking and heartfelt in a way that was like really amazing to me. J.K. Simmons, yeah, the J.K. Yeah, yeah. that was so. amazing. Yes, absolutely. absolutely amazing. I mean, uh, one that I was su- very surprised about was uh, the kid um, at, at Tony Stark's funeral at the end of Endgame. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, <laughs> "Who the fuck a is that?" A lot of effort for lot of effort. literally no payoff. <laughs> uh, well, afterwards, when you were like, "Oh," then you could. You yeah, know. but it's not like we were like, "Where is that kid?" 
Yeah. He's got uh, a trilogy of movies coming out. Yeah, no, it's true. Okay. He, so, yeah, suck on that. He's in the multiverse of madness, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> in, uh, the, in the original cut, they had the, the little kid from uh, Last Action Hero, but they cut him out. Oh, yeah, fucked rude. up. <laughs> Fuck what? that movie. Uh, uh, great question. Uh, we're going to get another question. You, sir, what's your name? What's your question? I am John, and uh, this actually comes from the Patreon Slack, which is, uh, if the Marvel Universe was queer... Uh, who would you like to see Punisher with? Ooh. Ooh. Wolverine. Who would take Wow, Pete. Pete with an no answer question. locked and right loaded there. Wow. there. I, I feel like Punisher would want somebody twinkier, though. I like, agree. I, I picture him like Peter Parker, like or, yeah. or like a uh, human torch kinda. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I can oh, see that's, that. Although I, think... I loved the like the queer undertones of um the uh the end of why can't I think of his name? Uh I need Demetrius's mind right now. Um, there was the end of the run where Peter Parker and the Human Torch were living together, and they were always walking around in their underwear. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, huh, is this gonna going to happen? Are we going to get a little like, bisexual? Like, I, I would have been into it. Uh, what about... <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> like, uh, yes. Uh, hard yes from someone in the crowd. Yeah. Like a very, like, uh, yeah. deep, It's almost like a snake long. was in the yeah. audience. Yeah. They're like, yes. Like a, a low diaphragm. Yes. yes. Yeah, uh, almost like we should leave them alone for a little bit. I feel like Punisher would be with Megabyte. Like they would have—is that the right Megabyte name? microchip? Microchip. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Oh, does something happen to your brain uh, in the heat? I don't read the Punisher. Uh, <laughs> Hard disk. Yeah, uh, th- they feel like they have that sort of workplace romance uh, thing going on. Cool. Cool. Oh, you don't. Why is that bother? Uh, great. Another good question. Thanks, Patreon Slack. Uh, you, sir, right there. Come on up. Yep. Also, microchip is yeah, just you, as bad as the yeah, name yeah, of this megabyte. This is a short microphone. So What's depends. your name? What's your question? Uh, Chuck. With mm. the Marvel Day announced, the what if? What kind of what if would you like to see within the MCU? Uh, great question. Uh, we were just talking about this because. The what if was such a surprising thing of all these announcements. It felt like sort of like, why are they doing this? They have all this. They have only so many slots and they're doing an anthology, an animated anthology series with uh, what if stories. Right. And it's uh, for those of you who didn't catch the Marvel Studios stuff on Saturday. It's uh, coming out on Disney Plus. Jeffrey Wright is playing the voice of the Watcher, and they are going to get all of the MCU actors to voice their own characters. But it'll th- be things like, "What if Peggy Carter became Captain America instead?" So, what what if scenario would you want to see? I would like to see like, what if Cyclops wasn't a dick? You know, <laughs> that'd um, be a crazy f- uh, idea for the uh, children's animated series for them yep, to do. Yeah. Yeah, the thing it would be important to teach kids not to be an asshole and abuse power. You know, I think it would be nice. Um, hmm. I, I'd love to see an episode, What If the Netflix Shows Mattered? Ooh. Uh, that'd, be Ooh. that'd be good. That'd be nice. That'd be Shots fun. fired. <laughs> Spicy. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Good. Blade wouldn't be a movie. Technically, or Marsh oh, Ali right. wouldn't be Blade anyway. Oh, that's right. Because he's already... Uh, Cottonmouth, yeah. Cottonmouth. Ooh. Uh, amazing so Cottonmouth. Yeah, that hurts. That hurts a little bit. Uh, really? Yeah. Yeah, thanks. So you'd rather keep Cottonmouth and lose Blade? Well, no, but he was unbelievable as Cottonmouth. Very good. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's, oh. it's believable. He's a very good actor. <laughs> it's not unbelievable. I mean, that one shot with it lined up with Biggie right behind him, I was... Just, oh. You know he didn't direct it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. It was still unbelievable. Okay. He was there. Sure. He was there. Yes. Um, I always liked one of my favorite what-ifs where uh, was what if the Fantastic Four um, had different powers, uh, which was the first time I realized that the Fantastic Four, were, their powers are based on their personalities. And it was... You didn't notice that right away? No. Uh, Interesting. You were like, I noticed that right away. Yeah. You were like, Mr. Fantastic, he's smart and he's stretchy. Oh, I'm talking about Johnny Blaze, like the... Yeah. Right, right. Like if it doesn't, it didn't occur to you, it didn't occur to you. Okay, okay cool. Okay, real uh, hard line on, on old JT right here. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> I'm just surprised. Usually, I read it when I was a kid. I was a child. Usually this was years ago. You're smarter than me. It's just weird that there was a moment where I I'm did, actually smarter than you. No, was, you're talking about you now. This is me as a child. Well, I, as a kid, I picked up on it. Right out of the gate. Yeah. I'm going to, this is finally I have a reason to make a time machine and figure out this <laughs> Sorry, uh, bro. You're going to be upset. A, there was a what if that um, used different uh, personality traits for them uh, mm-hmm. and had, they had different powers, and I really like that. <clears throat> oh, I have this idea. You ready? Yeah. Uh, what if uh, Spider-Man, you know Spider-Man, right? Like, what, yeah, if, what if instead of uh, his idol, his mentor being Uncle Ben, what if it was somebody else entirely like... Uh, 
Tony Stark. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> fucking stupid. What a ridiculous wow, idea. Ridiculous. Huh. I'd love to see a what if uh, where death matters. So it's like it takes place. It would start essentially like Phoenix era. And so that would be the first death. And then everybody that's died since and watch how the younger characters actually evolve in a way yeah. that would take over and take the place of like having Cyclops come back 40 times and Professor X. and So it's like, what if comics ended? What if, or what if, <laughs> life, what if life ended? Yeah. Ooh. yeah. Like, Interesting. Like, how do good, you... good thing it doesn't. Uh, well, have you, on, that, on that tip, have you been reading the series um, about Spider-Man through the different decades that he was alive as if he aged... Spider-Man Life Story. Like, Spider-Man Life Story. I have not. Uh, by Chip Zdarsky. Um, and uh, it has like all the deaths matter and like you really get to see... It's a really... I really like it. It's a really interesting window into a world where like, oh shit, it's sad. <laughs> and that's the fucked up thing is like there's so many more consequences for all the characters. Right. Oh, that's like the inverse of that. Uh, remember uh, when Hickman did that one story uh, of uh, Ben Grimm? He just never dies because he only has one day where he's oh, a human that's being. Right. Yeah. Do you remember that one? That's yeah. a fucking monster book because everybody else, you know, doesn't persist. But you get to see like what kind of man Ben Grimm's come becomes over like generations, hundreds, hundreds of years. Yeah, very cool. That was a great story. Uh, cool. I think we could take another question. I see a hand all the way in the back there. Two of them. Either one of, of you. Four of them. Six. Oh, oh my gosh. So many hands. Everybody's raising hands. Oh, God. Run for our lives. Uh, what is your name and what is your question? Hey, I'm Rusty. How's it going? Hey, what's uh, up? I'm kind of looking for an explanation. Good. It's not really a timely question either, so sorry about that. That's fine. Um, the only topical stuff we talk about is uh, Alex's uh, scandal stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> I do like scandal. Um <laughs> What was the deep lore reason Sophie Turner's Dark Phoenix's eyebrows didn't match her hair? (laughs) (laughs) Rusty, killing it. Uh, Rusty is killing it right now. Great question. Wow. Uh, Sounds to me like somebody didn't read the Dark Phoenix saga. Yeah, because there's a real... uh, uh, because we all know her eyebrows are a different color. Because we all saw that movie. Right, we all saw the movie. Yeah. Because... Because we all wanted to go to the theater and pay money for three hours of absolute misery. Yeah. Uh, we all saw it. Yeah. And I remember that. Uh, her eyebrows are brown and her hair's red, uh, is right. what I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's because, uh, as we all know, this is what used to be in Marvel Comics called a no prize, where someone in Marvel Comics makes a, a slight error and a reader spots it and points it out and you would be sent a prize. And so in this case, it's because the Phoenix power extends from the brain, and so uh, her eyebrows were burn- burning slowly, so they were ashing. Uh, so they were red, but they were just covered in an ash because she was slowly burning through her hair. <laughs> so that's, wow. Yeah, so that's the explanation for that. Wow. Then you could check that. Uh, yeah. You could read it on uh, .com. <laughs> we'll fill in a website afterwards. Oh, Just my God. Uh, Put in post. post. Oh, that's amazing. You like gave up, but then didn't give up on the dot com. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I don't have an answer, but I'm definitely going to blame the internet for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great question. Uh, can we take one more, Pete? Or we're we're out of comics. Oh, just, what about you yeah? Just give away the time. What about I that? will murder you oh, okay. and then uh, apologize to your wife and family for what I did. That's nice. That's very sweet. I'll take it. Uh, all right. In that case, since we have a couple of questions, I guess we can determine two winners. What were your favorite questions? Well, definitely the, the eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Russ has got a winner. Eyebrows killing. Definitely. Uh, and I think the, the queer marble. Queer yeah. marble? Very the, good. The, um, all right. The Punisher. So, Who would you put Punisher with? Yeah, Great. so please... Uh, uh, I'll, after the show, I will get your email address and we will send you your tickets to Plumcom. All right, there Very we go. Congratulations. Nice. That's it for your audience questions. All right, guys, now it's time for our next section, which is trivia. And for that, we turn oh. it over to Pete LePage. Come on, man. Just give me one where you don't say it. Just so one. my real birthday present for you is yeah. not saying that you're the star of trivia. <laughs> Then you got to Pete. Happy birthday. I won't say (laughs) that you're the star of trivia. Thanks for doing this at the end. No, it was a super creepy. Super creepy. All right, well, this is part we give back to you, the lovely audience. It's an opportunity to win 25 
free dollars in the form of a gift card to Midtown Comics. Because if you had 25 bucks, you would go to Midtown Comics. Uh, or if you, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, or what? I don't know. If Where you would, are you going? If with you that? would like twenty-five free dollars, simply raise your hand and you will play trivia and then win twenty-five free dollars. It's First literally walking up. on stage and you'll get twenty-five. Well, bucks. there was two casual at the same time, two super casual. But we've heard from you, so how about you, sir, the more casual one? Why don't you come on down? More All casual. Right. Wow. The more casual first-hand up guy. Stay casual. Man, the less casual. you raise your hand, the more likely you are to get picked. Please come stand over here. I'm going to give you the microphone. What Hello. is your name, sir? Chris. Hey, Chris. Audience. Audience Chris. You can stand closer to Pete than that. I know yeah. he's uh, very yeah. sweaty right now, but it's that's okay, far, so, that's far, uh, so far away. Chris, how this is going to work is I'm going to read you a question, listen to all three uh, possible answers, get all three questions right, $25 yours. Okay, so today's trivia is on topical comic news. I'm sure you read all the comics. All right, here we go. Question number one. This October, DC will launch a one-shot called Secrets of Sinister House, and it will have blank. Is it A, Vampire Batman, B, Vampire in Brooklyn, or C, Alec Baldwin? So it's going to be A, if you would like $25, or you can mm. pick something else. Aye. A is correct. Nice. Man, this guy can't get more casual. Very casual. All right, here we go. Question two. Marvel released a teaser after the Comic-Con of a new blank. Is it A, a new Baconator, B, a new King, or C, Kevin Bacon? So it's either A, and you can be completely wrong, or you can pick B, which is the correct answer. I'll have a second one. Baby. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> there is going to be a new king. Marvel revealed there'll be a new king. Even All right, here we go. Last one. Even more casual. Yeah, I know. You would think he can't get more casual, like but then he does. slipping into a warm bath. I'm, I can't wait to see what he does for the third one. All right. The Eisner Awards were announced. What won best limited series this year? Is it A, Mr. Miracle, B, Twisted Sister, or C, Edie McClurg? So it's either A, or you could pick B, or C. How do you pronounce the third one again? Edie <laughs> McClurg. Spelling? It's M-C, and then a big C, L-U-R-G. This is the wrong one. Don't think about this one. It's either A, or B. <laughs> I think it could be I. A is correct. Twenty-five wow. free dollars, Chris. You did it. Congratulations. Very congratulations, well. Amazing sir. Job. Very nice well job. Played. That was great. Hey, really? Uh, wow, that was crazy. He just disappeared. He yeah. vanished into, he just a into thin air. of uh, casualness. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, I like he held your feet to the fire on spelling, which is yeah. one of your big weaknesses. <laughs> it's, it's a big yeah, weakness. That's your kryptonite. Yeah. Yeah. As we all know, tomorrow is new comic book day. We recommend you go to Midtown Comics. Wait. What? There's the trivia within the trivia. Oh, right. You okay. can't just so, skip past that. Right. Pete has this sub-trivia quiz that's happening during the trivia to quiz. To be fair, he's the star of the oh, sub-trivia sure quiz. Yes. Uh, the three C answers make a pattern. Usually it's a John Candy movie of some that's sort. Right. Do you want to mention what the C answers were? Alec Baldwin, Kevin Bacon, and as we all know, Edie McClurg. <laughs> MC Big C. Does anybody know what definitely a John Candy movie he's referring to? Absolutely anybody. Anybody? Uh, no. All right. I'll give you a hint. Also, Elizabeth McGobin? Great, great hit. Not yeah. a great hint. And Holland Taylor also in it. Is this a commercial? It is a movie. A film. That has these main people in it. Kevin Bacon, Alec Baldwin... And Edie McClurg. Really pushing Edie McClurg. Yeah, yeah. She's oh, I think I, I, think I know it. I might. Anybody? I might know it. What you might know it? Is Danny? it Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? It's close, but no. Shit. Nice. Because Kevin Bacon is in that one, right? I'm not making that up. He's got, he's like a, he shows up for like a blip. Know. Yeah. He just really he does. He is for like a, a second. Cameo. Yeah. cameo. Yeah. Uh, would have been a great All right, answer. Pete, really. what is it? She's having a baby. She's having a baby. Classic. I gotta tell you, Pete, I think you've run out of John Candy movies. Mm. Only the lonely. You're too, delirious. Far, you're too far yeah. away. 
Yeah, uh, John Candy yeah, has just, a cameo. Just to be clear it. for anybody new to the show, we don't know why he's doing this. <laughs> <laughs> but we That's do. True. It, it still happens. It's wait, true. have you gotten to no, wait? Have you gotten to nothing but trouble yet? Yes. Yeah, Fuck. We're, That's we're what started. started. We're, That's, That's why started. we're here. Yes, we uh. actually we have a, a monthly Patreon movie night. The first movie we watched, also for no reason, <laughs> was <laughs> Nothing But Trouble. Which. I will listen to the, everyone should listen to that episode of the podcast. That movie is bizarre. That's There's so no weird. wrong take to have Horrified. on it. It's just a fascinating Absolutely. film. John Candy plays numerous parts in that. As I was mentioning earlier, tomorrow is new comic book day. We recommend you go to Midtown Comics because they've been nice enough to sponsor the show. Pete, what are you looking forward to? Martian Manhunter, number seven. Ooh. Steve Orlando is yes. killing it on that book. Great and book. Riley Rosmo on art. Yes. Yeah. The art's unbelievable. The story is great. And Martian Manhunter, one of my favorites. So I'm very excited. Justin, what about you? I'm looking forward to House of X number one. It's Fuck coming you. out tomorrow. Fuck Jonathan that. Hickman no. reinventing the X-Men. There are two six-issue series that launch into the whole thing. Uh, if we, you guys didn't think X-Men were assholes now, wait to this book. Uh, <laughs> that's not the pitch for the book, but it it, it's pitch. a cool idea. Uh, no, it's it's. I'm so excited. Uh, and you if you be. want to check out a review of that, we have it in our Stack podcast that rolls out 9 a.m. on Wednesdays in the same feed as Comic Book Club, so check that out. Another thing we're going to be reviewing that I know these guys are very stoked about, Flash number 75 <laughs> from DC Comics. I love is, that guy. <laughs> oh, man. What's tough is when things get hard, he runs faster. Oh, that guy, time after time. Woo! Just when you think he can't find another gear, he does! Oh! Well, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> uh, so check that out. John, plug your stuff. Uh, oh, I'm, I had a... Oh, yeah, what yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you The Glow uh, special oh, yeah. that's yes, coming out. Yes. And anybody's been reading the Glow series that Teeny Howard's been writing, it's amazing. And this, is, I believe, is Devin Grayson writing it. So yeah. uh, super excited for that. Um, and plug my stuff. I, it, the Closet of Secrets number one is available on my website, astonishingqueertales.com. You can also pick it up at Any One Comics in Crown Heights, Brooklyn, um, or at FlameCon, yeah. August 17th and 18th. And you can get tickets to FlameCon uh, at flamecon.org. Make sure that you get tickets to the after party, which is going to be at the cutting room, because uh, that's where I will be having the most fun. Again, <laughs> talking about the party. That's what oh, we're yeah. Party first. Very cool place. We have a giant vagina striptease that is probably the most amazing thing I have ever seen. And it's Mm. uh, the party is sponsored by Iron Circus, which I'm not sure if you're familiar with. They do the Schmutt schmutt Peddler uh, Uh. anthologies, which are fun, dirty, pornographic uh, comics. So that sounds it's really good. (laughs) Yeah, Salves loves it. Excellent. Uh, Danny, what do you want to plug? Uh, I'll plug uh, Sci-Fi Wire Sue on the Week. Uh, it comes out uh, every Friday. We talk about the big news stories. Uh, it's myself. It's the editor-in-chief of Sci-Fi Wire, Adam Swiderski, and uh, the blur girl, Kara Mahorn. Uh, and, uh, yeah, check out Sound vs. Sound. That comes out uh, every uh, second and fourth Wednesday of the month. And if you want to hear uh, the co-host Todd and I uh, talk about weird, dumb music movies, we do that for a dollar on uh, Patreon, and definitely do that by December, because we'll be talking about everybody's favorite fucking movie, Cats. Ooh. Instantly. It's not even out yet, and it's the movie of the millennia. Oh, my God. I'm yeah, very, very popular movie. A couple of things before tiny. we go. The show is free to come see and free to listen to, but it does cost us a little bit of money to do. If you want to support it, patreon.com slash comic book club. Uh, we have the Patreon Slack that we mentioned. We have the monthly movie night. We have a bunch of other fun bonuses that you can check out there. Also, we do a del- couple of other podcasts that you can check out, currently running ones. We have a Legion podcast called Inside Legion that you can check out. We have a Krypton podcast called Don't After Krypton. That you- All right, shut up. Uh, you can check out. Uh, we also have Preacher Men. Our Preacher podcast yeah. is coming back very soon for that final season. Woo. Among many, many other podcasts, you can check out at comicbookclublive.com. Pete, what do you want to plug? Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our show. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Check us out at comicbookclublive.com. You can subscribe on iTunes, Android, Stitcher, Spotify, or the app of your choice. A couple of people we want to thank before we go. We want to thank John for being on the show. Yeah. Boothman Prime! But most of all, we want to thank you guys. We're every Tuesday night at 8 p.m., totally free. Please tell your friends good night. Thanks for coming, everybody. Thanks for coming.